I'm Kelly. And I'm Mariah. And this is Peak Distraction. A podcast about everything. Okay, so I already told you this, but... (laughs) still ridiculous i on millie's walk today saw a container of i didn't confirm that it was chicken salad but it looked <laughs> like chicken salad uh, and it was on the side of the road and there was like it looked like a little baby's jacket at first i thought there was like a baby jacket with like spit up on it then, what yeah i don't know i don't know the city it sounds like it's just like you're describing a weird dream more than like real life right now. Doesn't like there's it? chicken yeah, like there's chicken salad on the side of the road and then a baby's jacket that looked like it might have spit up on it. Well, like <laughs> what is your life? Are you okay? No, I don't know. I'm having weird dreams too though. No. <laughs> okay, so I've told you about my feet dream, right? Oh, oh yeah. Little, little feet dream. Honestly, that haunts me, and I've never even seen what it actually looked like, you know? One from, I think it was this weekend, that could potentially compete with no. the heat dream. <laughs> Wait, tell me everything. Someone had a, someone had, like, a tumor that made them grow push pins out of their head. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, that's making my skin feel crawly. I hate that. Isn't Push that pins out of their horrible? head? Yeah. Like pointy side down or out? Pointy side down. Ah! So it was, it, and they they'd like start out really small, and then they'd grow bigger. D- did you know the person? Yeah, I don't remember who it was though. I hate everything about that. Isn't that horrible? There was actually something weirder in that dream, but I couldn't remember it. I'm honestly relieved for you that you couldn't remember the weirder part, because, like, yeah, that sounds horrifying. <laughs> Kelly, what? Uh, I don't what know. is your brain trying to process? Like, are know. you reading weird things? No. <laughs> I don't believe you. I'm not. I'm genuinely not. I'm That's- genuinely not reading anything weird. I wonder if we hadn't told people, well, no, because I was just going to say, I wonder if we hadn't told people (laughs) which one is the dream, which one they would pick was probably the dream. And then I realized that growing pushpins out of your head is literally impossible and far less weird than than chicken salad, Twilight Zone. (laughs) That one's definitely the dream. I feel like if I had to choose between pushpins out of someone's head and chicken salad on the (laughs) side of the road. (laughs) You'd choose the pushpins or? I don't know. Yeah. It'd, <laughs> it'd be tough. It'd be tough to figure out which one was reality or not. Ooh, <laughs> that is I don't for know. sure. <laughs> I couldn't be certain. I couldn't be certain. You know what's uh, even more concerning to me right now? What? I have this like little cup of pushpins legitimately no, just sitting don't, right here. No, don't show those to me. I. You didn't even have to see them. I could be lying. That could be a cup of beads or this one's a cup of beads I've got too many things around me Kelly give me a thing and I'll see if it's on the table in front of me 
What? Say say a thing and I'll tell you if it's on the table in front of me and then I'll show it to you. We just talked about this like two episodes ago that these are the kind of activities that literally make my brain go blank. I, when you... <laughs> come up with something, Kelly. I'm not even kidding you. When someone's like, all right, just name a random thing. I'm like, I have zero thoughts. I couldn't even say chicken salad None. if I wanted to. None. Exactly. So... Um, I'm sorry, I cannot participate in this activity. It's a very boring activity. Well, just know that if throughout the episode you think of something, you can say it and it might just be on my table. There's a lot of random things around me. So. Okay. If I think of an idea, it might take me the whole episode to think of an idea. Just as a. I get it. I respect that. I understand. I'm just going to shout out chicken salad. The middle of, <laughs> and let me already ruin that for you. I don't have chicken salad on the table. I actually don't <sighs> like chicken salad or ham salad. Ugh. Couldn't ham couldn't salad? Do it. I've never yeah. heard of that. Never. Well, heard it's of just it. it's just chicken salad, but with ham instead of chicken. I mean, it's that's essentially just like ham and mayo. I love a good ham sandwich with a ton of mayo slathered on there. So <laughs> you're a mayo person. Are you not? No, I'm not. Well, sometimes. Are you Most a miracle whip person? No, I'm a neither. I am a, please don't put any of that crap on my sandwich. If, here's the thing. Here's the thing. If my heart is like, wow, mayonnaise sounds great. I like mayo on French fries. But yeah. um, on, a, on like a cold cut sandwich. <laughs> I, when I get a sub... I'm like, okay, yeah, and I'll do mayo. And then I let them finish. And I'm like, and then can I do more mayo? <laughs> no. Yeah. And yeah, it's a nice hot toasted sandwich. Mayo just dripping off of it. Perfect. Okay, so the toasted part makes it not so horrifying to me for some reason. But like a cold cut sandwich with cold yeah, mayo. Yeah, still got to have mayo on it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. And this is coming from a person who hadn't eaten what was it like blueberries before we met yeah but i had tons of mayo (laughs) which is just like so weird i feel like mayo is a food that people are often put off by so it's weird to me that you're like yay mayo blueberries i don't know about that are people put off by mayonnaise yeah yes yes it's just eggs i was just gonna one of my students one time a long time ago i don't even remember like what where I was working at this time, but they were like, spicy egg juice? I don't think so. And I was like, you're right. I agree with you. Have you ever had homemade mayo? I mean, I feel like I probably have in that I've had aioli at restaurants before. Yeah, okay. That's fair. That's fair. In a Spanish class in high school, my teacher made homemade mayo in front of us in the classroom. Why? uh, I was, I think it was, it was a Spanish mayonnaise, I think. I don't really know. I don't know. I don't make the rules. I just follow them. Or you know what? <laughs> this is so... I feel so discombobulated. We were doing a unit where we all had to, like, make a food and then teach everyone how to make it in Spanish. Okay. I think that was the recipe she chose. And I remember it, there was so much garlic that it was spicy. And I was like, how is garlic spicy? But it is. And I still stand with that student. (laughs) Garlic egg juice sounds horrifying. 
Dang, we were right on the cusp of like still getting to do weird shit like that in school because yep. now never you could not yeah. do that. You yes. cannot bring that in. You don't know what kind of allergies people have. Yeah. You can't uh-huh. bring food unless it's prepackaged and sealed. Isn't that it's yes, absolutely accurate. I and everyone and that was the thing, everyone in the class made a food and brought it in and everyone ate it together yeah it was wild it was and you know what that was not the only class that we did that in i did that in two different classes that we all like made food and brought it to each other i couldn't imagine i also couldn't imagine trusting students with that now like why did our teachers trust us so much good question they shouldn't have (laughs) i want to call them up and be like hey (laughs) (laughs) excuse me sorry to interrupt your lovely life that I'm sure you're like now retired and enjoying that why did you trust me (laughs) it doesn't it doesn't what if I had just like thrown spaghetti sauce all over the walls yeah (laughs) what would you done how would you've handled that I (laughs) what if I had also made mayo and threw that at people by the spoonful (laughs) and the garlic went in their eyes yeah (laughs) Sounds what if dangerous I made, to me. <laughs> what if I made chicken salad and left it on the side of the road for a dog to find? What are you going to do? How are you going <laughs> to handle that, huh? <laughs> what if I stuck pushpins in my head? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't top that. I just can't top that. That's. I think that's where the bit dies. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. A year ago, I don't know the specific dates, but a year ago, we went to the MEA conference together. Oh my gosh. Yeah, we did. We really went to the MEA conference together and we got yelled at. Do you remember that? We did? Yeah, it wasn't. Okay. Yelled at is a strong term. Yelled at by one of the, the persons. Uh huh. The person giving the trauma informed care talk. Because we weren't talking or because we were, like, in the back or something? Because we were in the back. Yeah. We sat, like, closer to the back than the front. And she was, like, really passive-aggressively said, you can only sit at chairs where there are papers. You need to move forward. And I was like, okay. Yeah, and she made, like, a sassy comment about, like, people who sit in the back. In, like, the worst. I was like, thank you so much for calling us out in such a nice way. I love it when the trauma-informed care person is really good at, I don't know, trauma-informed care. (laughs) I love that the person in charge of (laughs) trauma-informed care knows how to fix the problem that they create. (laughs) Or at least, like, alleviate it a little bit for other people. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, I did remember that that happened. I was just confusing that with the exact time that that happened to me in college as well. I just forgot that the same thing happened twice. So why? I need to know why people are so upset and can't just say like, "Hey, everyone, I need you closer to the front." Like, we're not going to fill up this room, so come sit closer. Why? Are, why are people always so upset at people who sit in the back? I also don't know why it matters. Like, yes, she could have said, just go make sure you have a paper. Yep. 
grab a paper from an empty seat. Just make sure you have one. Or like in my biology class mm-hmm. in college that this happened in, we were like maybe there were maybe two rows in between like us and the next people. And she called us out. Me and my friend Angie, shout out Angie if you're listening to this. Shout I've out probably to told Angie. this story before. And she called us out and made us move forward. And we like didn't do anything because we're like, she's definitely not talking to us. Yeah. And <laughs> it then- couldn't be us. Our teachers trusted us to cook food in high school. It couldn't yeah. be us. <laughs> and then it was us. And then she was like, yeah, you. And we had to like grab all of our crap and like pack up our stuff at an 8 a.m. class in a lecture oh, hall brutal. and go down like two rows i think we went down like two rows and she was like no closer up i was like what we're in college yeah (laughs) excuse me i'm paying for this class i can sit wherever i want (laughs) hey when i wasn't even paying for education when it was free to me and i was a teenager they asked me to make mayonnaise and no one thought i was gonna throw it at anybody i think i can handle sitting two rows behind the last row of people and, like, I think we we would talk a little, like, we'd talk throughout the class, but it wasn't obnoxious and, like, it mm-hmm. wasn't distracting because we were in the back of a lecture hall. <laughs> and so I don't know if that was why, but then what what ended up happening mm-hmm. is then we, like, found new seats because there were other people that were, like, <laughs> we were the two furthest back, but then we went to, like, a row with, like, other people also still in the back. And... <laughs> And then the rest of the semester, we just, like, there were five of us in a row that would all just, like, shit talk throughout this entire class then. So. Because yeah. the professor straight up just, like. Yeah, it caused a bigger issue. Yep. That, that person just wasn't sure when to pick their battles, you know? Yeah. Also, I was like, why are you teaching a college class if you care about this? Mm-hmm. And if you have a valid reason, just tell me, you know, like. For example, I had a professor in college who had a massive lecture hall and he was like, hey, I was just put on a new medication and my voice is constantly in pain and it's hard for me to talk loudly. So if you can sit closer to the front, please do. And he like used a microphone and he's like, this is like, even this hurts. And we were like, yeah, we get that. Thank you, son of Frank. You're the best. We understand. Because he wasn't like, hey, you in the back move forward butthead like what yeah (sighs) that's like a valid reason if she had a valid reason it would have been fine also if we were like in the very back i would understand but we weren't we were just in the the back of the pack but we were like within reason in the back it was probably more reasonable than the amount of in the back that me and you were last year yeah (laughs) you were just visually displeasing to her and she couldn't handle that I don't do well with biology, so maybe she was like, this girl is barely passing my class. It's because she's sitting in the back. To which, if she had had a conversation with me about that, I would have said, no, that's because my brain does not process biology. That's that's why. It literally goes, I can't do it. Did you, Your mouth is open. Did you not know that? Kelly, what about the phytoplankton? You taught me everything I know about phytoplankton, and you don't do biology? Okay, phytoplankton is my expertise. <laughs> but outside of that, <laughs> I stick with chemistry, okay? 
You Oh, okay. Okay, I was going to say, you're the scientist in our podcast, and if we don't have one scientist, okay. we might have to call it quits. <laughs> I'm still a scientist. Don't worry. But my brain, literally, I, I don't know what it is about biology, but that subject, literally one year out the other. I don't... <laughs> Except for glow-in-the-dark phytoplankton. That you can remember details about. that's cool because it glows in the dark. (laughs) And also the amount of pee that people put out versus the amount of water in the ocean, which I guess would technically be biology, you know? Yeah. Once again, interesting information. That would be more physics, I feel like. I never took a physics class and you quit physics. So I don't know if we're... <laughs> I was only in physics for two weeks. <laughs> so that I would be more it. experienced. And yeah, that'd be a physics problem for sure. I am going to lovingly disagree with you. And if we have any other scientists who listen to the podcast who took more physics than Kelly, shout out in the comments. <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Okay, I did have a hypothesis about, I guess it was, like, scientific in that I had a hypothesis about, the, like, more urine, out human urine output ever. Uh-huh. But maybe it's more of a word math problem. Oh, gross. It is. You know what? It's absolutely a math problem. But also, okay, the reason I said biology is because it's, like, a system in the human body. Yeah, but you know? it's nothing to do about the system. It's about there's this much water in the ocean. How much Depends on- pee has the human race ever that's lived on this earth produced? I guess, I guess that just depends on how philosophical you're getting about pee, Kelly. <laughs> so the more phil- philosophical, the more biological, yep. the less philosophical, the more physics. Yep. Yeah. And you know what? I'm not going to lie to you. In my mind, philosophy and biology work together far better than philosophy and physics. That is probably true. But what's interesting about that is I'm (laughs) really good at philosophy. I'm very, very, literally, I was so happy that I got a D on my final in that class. In a philosophy class? No, no, no. I got straight A's in my philosophy Oh, I was like, I thought you said you were really good at that. No, no, no. Biology Biology. class. I, like, cried (laughs) happy tears when I got a D on my final. Okay, that's really fair. That's really fair. Speaking of physicists, this is so out of left field, but bear with me. I, when I was in college, one of the RAs that I worked with was studying physics. And I loved messing with him. Just... It was one of my favorite pastimes and he was studying physics. And so I was like, oh, so you're going to be a physician. And he was like, no, it's a physicist. And I said, I think you're wrong. I'm an English teacher. It's I'm pretty sure it's physician. (laughs) And he would get so upset with me. And I was like, it's fun to push buttons, don't you think? (laughs) It's also fun when you have the backing of English major behind you. You have to be like, I'm actually in a linguistics <laughs> course right now, so if you could just respect yeah. that, it'd be great. I get that you're in like expertise. <laughs> I understand that outside of biology, all of the sciences I've taken are soft. And you haven't taken a soft science class since high school, but just respect what I'm telling you. That's all. What? What is a soft science class? <laughs> like like psychology like and sociology. sociology. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And I That's kind of offensive to those fields. No, it's not. It's just a different like type of science. And I think philosophy is technically a soft science, isn't it? No, philosophy is liberal arts. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll Kelly, you you took more philosophy. Well, no, I took a philosophy class in college too. I almost considered switching my major to philosophy for a hot second. And not physics? (laughs) No, I wanted to be a philosopher, okay? I have great (laughs) ideas. Think of what I could have done. Maybe the P question is a philosophical question. That's what we just said. It's more biological if it's philosophical. Oh Oh my gosh. (laughs) Full circle. (laughs) I'm with you. What if our episodes are actually just us like forgetting what we've talked about. And so then we just are repeating. I mean, that's definitely happened. <laughs> there have definitely been times where both of us have been like, have I said this before on the podcast? And everyone's like, yeah, absolutely. Like 10 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, you actually said that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you guys listening right now? Like, <laughs> you listener. <laughs> Why are you entertained by this? They're entertained because they it's funny that we think it's new content and it's not. <laughs> it's really, we are the science experiment, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> it's intriguing to them. It's all, it's all philosophers. Every time we get a new listener, <laughs> that's a new person studying us. How yep. many times can they tell the same story? <laughs> And how many times will they react the same way versus a different way? Will they laugh at it? Will they cry this week? Who's to say? <laughs> I did see a meme this week. Uh-huh. So relevant. Okay, it was, I'm ready. Oh, it's like when you're telling a story and someone interrupts you and is like, you've already said that before. <laughs> Best reply. Oh, so you hate recycling? I- <laughs> It's amazing. Yeah. Do people say that to you? Do they say you've told me that before? Not in like a rude way. I okay. do. It's become a joke. Like I have told some stories like so much. So now I just find any way to start telling that story again for the bit, obviously. Oh, but well, yes, the bit will never die. Yeah, I do definitely retell stories a lot, but that's what everyone does. That's when, true. Like, whenever friend groups get together, it's always just like retelling the same story, the same 10 stories the whole night and thinking they're funny again. And then like, cool, that was a great time. Love hanging out. See you guys later. Yeah. Let's do this again next week. I don't know. I don't know if all friend groups do that. Do they not? I don't. I'm trying to think about like, honest. So the friend group that I'm thinking of, like one of my friend groups from college Whenever we talk on the phone, it's usually like updating each other on all of the tea in our lives. You know, those memes that are like, I'm sending a voice memo to my best friend who lives 3000 miles away about all the drama in my life or whatever. Yeah. Like that's what our conversations usually turn into. And sometimes reminiscing about our boss because we love him. We're so proud of all the good things he's doing. Yeah, I know. But also, I don't know. I don't know. Listeners. What do you do with your friend groups? This is a very interactive episode. Telling us a lot. <laughs> tell, us, tell us right now. We're going to pause here to give you time to respond. <laughs> <laughs> We'd actually prefer it if you could write it in like an MLA format <laughs> paper. That'd be great. 
No, what's the science one? MLA's English. APA is soft sciences. Okay, we're getting somewhere. Chicago. Chicago is history, isn't it? I I think it still exists. (laughs) Get it? Because you said (laughs) Chicago is history. That was such a bad joke. (laughs) But I think it's so funny. That was so horrible. (laughs) I was genuinely confused. I know, I saw it on your face. It's like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay, well, I'm going to Google it. I'm going to do the one research that we're allowed for this episode. I have to know, as a scientist, I need to know what format to write my essays in. (laughs) Yeah, shouldn't you know this already? Uh, I'm going to have ChatGPT write a formal essay for me on the the human urine versus ocean water question, and I'm going to submit it to a science journal. I would love that. Okay. Well, this is so unhelpful. APA is the is used by oh actually no APA is used by supposedly education I've never used APA once in my life psychology and sciences MLA is the humanities Chicago is generally used by business history and fine arts look at that you you knew it (laughs) we were (laughs) the the randomest shit that I kept in my brain from college (laughs) Yeah, Chicago, that's for history. That's yeah. <laughs> I literally, I knew that Chicago existed, but I have no idea. Yeah. I hadn't could have told you what it was used for. I took one history class, freshman year of college. I, why am I keeping space in my brain for the, the format, the writing format that is used in that department? Kelly, I never took a history class in college. Not even once. It was required at my first college we had to take a history class because we were a liberal arts college, which meant it's basically like high school. (laughs) You know what, though? Like, I almost took a map writing class or map reading, Mm. maybe. All I remember is that I thought I had to take it to meet a requirement. And it was like a virtual. It was an online class before being in online classes was cool. And I bought the book and everything, and I did the first assignment, and then I talked to my advisor, and she was like, why do you think you have to be in that class? <laughs> I read the thing, and she's like, you're wrong. <laughs> so I so dropped now it. You, you don't know how to write maps? I know. that's I'm far less useful in a, in a lost situation, like a lost scenario, because I don't know how to write, write a map. Interesting. I know. That reminds me of something else that I wanted to talk to you about, but I oh, no. had, I feel like I had more to say. Uh, oh, I didn't have to take my first liberal arts college. You had to take it, like every subject except for math. Like you even had to take foreign language. What? At, like, yeah, but math was not required, but you had to take college classes in like every other subject. That's so weird. And then I transferred and they didn't require any of the other subjects, but they did require math. And I straight up, I remember I loved my advisor so much. She helped me out a lot because I was like, Jackie, 
I haven't taken math in seven years. <laughs> it's like, I might not graduate college if this is a requirement. <laughs> and it might not happen so for me. she gave me a waiver and she counted, I took a, another, I took a third philosophy class. I took logic. She counted it as math. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like word math. Yeah. Did you score high enough on the ACT in math to not have to take that math test for the teaching uh, license? Or did your school not even do that? Okay. My school, it looked at your ACTs and if you didn't score a certain number of points in, I think it was math and science, you had to take a test and pass it before you could get your teaching license. Oh yeah. 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 They did have that. Okay. That was like, Entering into the teaching program, you had to give your ACT information and then like take the test if you. Oh gosh! Didn't have it. See, for us, it was like, I think it was junior year. It was like our second year in the program, like our or maybe our first full year in the program. But they were like, now surprise, we asked for your ACT scores for this reason. And I had friends who were like cramming for a math test on high school math because. They didn't know about it until that year. Was I was very glad ridiculous. I didn't have to take that. Same. Yeah. Couldn't, yeah. couldn't be me. Someone talked about A squared plus B squared equals C squared. And I said, I know that. Couldn't tell you what it's called. And I couldn't tell you what you use it for. Maybe maybe tri- tri- triangles. But probably not. Because if it's squared, sounds like a box to me. Isn't A squared, B squared, C squared <laughs> algebra? Yes, but I don't know what it does in algebra. The triangles are geometry. <laughs> I do know that. I <laughs> Okay, so she's the scientist and the mathematician on this podcast. Yes. yes. I don't know what I'm <laughs> <for> anymore. <laughs> Deadass. <laughs> I am so bad at math. <laughs> yeah, same. Like the past three weeks, there have been some really scary things that have come out of my ma- my mouth in terms of numbers. <laughs> Do you want to share those with us? Literally, at one point, I was my mom and I. My mom and I went on a weekend trip and. She, I booked the Airbnb, so she was like, "How much do I owe you?" And I was like, "Yeah, I think it was like 180 bucks." So. Like six, like 184, so 62. Full confidence, still in my mind, I, that seems like it's correct. And she was like, she just like stared at me and she was like, she's an accountant, too. So like, she just works with numbers all the time. And she's like, you mean 92? And I, and I think she was genu- genuinely worried for me. Like, honestly valid yeah and then that happened again and we had a meeting and I said something it was like a six and a nine again I said Mm -hmm. I shot low and I was like oh yeah so that'd be like six and you were like "Mm, nope that'd be nine it was because it was like 18 again and then last night Jacob was out at a brewery like playing a game or whatever Mm I been dread the entire time and so he was like did you just read the whole night and I was like mm-hmm. I was like yeah I was like I read from 7 to 10 30 so a good four and a half hours <laughs> the, the amount of confidence that you said that with too it's just it's beautiful 
It's just so beautiful. <laughs> like four and a half hours. Yeah, I was like, wow, I read for a really long time. Almost five hours. <laughs> He's like, you mean three and a half hours? <laughs> hey, leave me alone, okay? Math isn't, I didn't have to take math in college, okay? <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's like genuinely concerning though. And the problem is I am confident about it. <laughs> remember a couple weeks ago, or maybe it was just last week. I literally don't remember now, but um, you said that you started like telling lies confidently. This is the this, same thing. It, it keeps coming up. Uh, maybe it's just that you're too confident. Should we do some things to like take away your confidence? I don't, is that how that works or what, what do we do? <laughs> All right. Audience participation, please bring Kelly's <laughs> ego down. <laughs> this is the third part of your essay that is going to be cited APA style. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what the other two parts are, but <laughs> part three say mean things about Kelly. <laughs> so she'll stop saying math problems out loud. <laughs> That's the only end goal. So if you can say things math specific, that'd be appreciated. Oh my Thank God, you. you're so bad with numbers. <laughs> I, oh my gosh, I've never met anyone before who's mixed up, you know, their sixes and nines. Blah. Ooh. <laughs> it's not true. I do it all the time. <laughs> oh, but oh you're still gosh. counting on your fingers. Yeah, bitch, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think I have 10 of them? It was on purpose. <laughs> I can't count higher than 10. That's why I don't know what 18 is divisible by, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. Did you ever do that <sighs> thing when you're multiplying by nines where you, if it's like nine times three, you'd go one, two, three, and then it's 27? No, I feel like you've told me that though. Someone else or someone else has told me that. And I was like, no, I never did that. Which is odd because I like that. I just memorized. I used to be good at math. Oh, see, and I've never been good at it. I have always kind of like, I will always count on my fingers. And I use that multiplication by nine all the time. All the time. Yeah. That's how you it makes life easier. Gonna be 18. Exactly. And not I. <laughs> okay. I had something I was going to ask you or tell you. Do you but want... it's gone now? Oh. <laughs> Actually, I'll tell you a fun story from today, and then I have a question. <laughs> okay, great. I'm ready. <laughs> so I have been, uh, like, I applying for life insurance. Oh, sure. That's fun. <laughs> Super fun, yeah. And I just had filled out my health questionnaire like uh -huh. a week ago, two weeks ago. And I got a call today from the underwriter saying that I needed to call them back because they had some clarifying questions that they needed to ask me uh, about my health summary. So I called them back. I fully expected this to be questions about my smoking history. Yeah. That seems fair like a, right yeah, like, it's a like, reasonable yeah. thing yeah that makes sense and uh, no i call and the underwriter had questions for me about adhd and anxiety <laughs> what? and whoever whoever wrote these questions does not know anything about adhd <laughs> at all <laughs> oh good 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 tell me everything what they ask you i was 
I was very stumped. First of all, they asked, well, they asked like what my symptoms were. And I was like, I mean, that could take a while. Like there were a lot of things that led me to get a diagnosis. I don't know if I could tell you on a five minute phone call here. How niche do you want me to get? Yeah. That's the real question. Yeah. I was like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, like I primarily have inattentive ADHD. So like not focusing, not remembering things, but like, that's a really generalized description Uh of ADHD. But if you're happy with that, then then that's, that's what it is <laughs> and then I had to like they were asking about like my medication whatever as well and then she asked like is it manageable with medication whatever yes and then the the, the stumper of a question she said when was the last time you've experienced ADHD symptoms <laughs> You're like, literally right now in this conversation, I don't know what you're talking to me about. Straight up, I was like, wait, what? Like, every day? (laughs) And she was like, yeah, that's, yep, okay, that makes sense. And I was like, what do you mean? (laughs) I don't, last Tuesday? (laughs) It's actually been one month since my last ADHD symptom. (laughs) (laughs) I actually haven't lost all of my belongings once. (laughs) Gosh. I haven't lost one AirPod every other day for the past month. <laughs> My last me. ADHD attack was <laughs> last Tuesday. Oh uh, yes, at uh, five yes. p.m. when I couldn't find my driver's license. <laughs> I've been plagued by ADHD attacks this week. <laughs> I straight up though, I was like, you guys are like a life insurance company and you're the health summaries department, you would think that you would know that that's a dumb question to ask with ADHD, (laughs) whether you have it or not. Right. Like that's not something that just like, however, I will say coming from a medical perspective, because my last job was like sort of in the, it was in the medical field. Technically when I called people to ask them like, what kind of insurance do you have? One of the questions that I had to ask whether or not it was obvious in their chart was, are you coming into this appointment due to an injury? So people would be coming in for like an ultrasound for their baby who they were going to have in a week. And they were like, no, I'm, can you not see the notes? (laughs) Yeah, I'm injured right now. (laughs) Like, Like people would be coming in for surgeries that were like, very obviously not injuries and I'd have to be like are you coming in for an injury (laughs) and they'd be like are you are you kidding right now I just told you 10 minutes ago I'm here for like an anxiety screening and I'd be like I know it's so dumb it's a question that's written in that I have to ask so sorry (laughs) so I wonder if it's that kind of thing like (laughs) is your ADHD due to an injury or yeah (laughs) Maybe, I guess, because I was genuinely so thrown for a loop. I was like, is, is that, do you really want me to answer that? <laughs> oh my gosh. I also wonder I'm if it's like. experiencing it right now. <laughs> I've, I've lost, I've forgotten what you said already. What was the question? <laughs> As we speak, I'm experiencing ADHD. <laughs> I also wonder if it's like ADHD is clumped in with depression, anxiety, it and is, so, like, I think, but oh, like, because you know, if somebody said, like, when's the last time you experienced symptoms of depression? 
Like for some people, they ebb and flow a lot. And so maybe that's what happened, but it's still weird. ADHD should not be categorized that way in their system. <laughs> no, it should not be. And then she was asking me questions about my anxiety. And <laughs> she was like, what, what triggers your anxiety? And I really wanted to be like, phone calls like this. <laughs> You actually, I'm sorry. Right now, you are making me very anxious. <laughs> uh, and then she asked, so I, I take Adderall. Yeah. And she asked if I take Adderall for my anxiety. And I was like, no. <laughs> yes. I, you know what? I like to be anxious, but I like it when it's fast. <laughs> Adderall, like, you... Like I get my nurse practitioner checks in with me every three months to make sure Adderall's not <laughs> making my anxiety worse. Like what? <laughs> Which yeah. you know, I feel like there's a lot of medications out there, but I feel yeah. like Adderall's so like that is just it's a stimulant. I feel like most people know what Adderall does. Yeah. And like if you're working in the health industry, I just feel like that's a weird question to ask. Like, the most genuinely the most annoying thing about working in the medical field is that like when you're working on the end of filling out paperwork, it's as if they don't believe that you can have any common sense. Like the number of times that I had to ask questions and be like, I know what you're going to tell me. And I'm so sorry that this like, oh, this medication that you're taking is that for the anxiety and be like, obviously like a heart medic you know what I mean and it's like that's so dumb why is it like that but it turns out human beings can be kind of dumb sometimes so <laughs> they sure can be <laughs> you're not wrong kid not, kind of shockingly so <laughs> oh gosh dude that's hilarious yeah taking Adderall for your anxiety yeah actually I am thank you yes I am and uh, <laughs> Oh, oh my gosh yeah I, yeah I have intermittent ADHD <laughs> the ADHD attacks mm -hmm. love it <laughs> they'll get you they sneak up on you <laughs> just sneaky sneaky <laughs> I thought you would be able to relate to that so yeah. yes that's my fun little ADHD story of the day I love it <sighs> okay, I have a couple. I have a couple of fun questions. We're incredible. I, don't know. I feel like I gotta just choose one of them, though. I'm gonna choose one of them. I'm gonna okay, go with my you. gut here. Okay. <laughs> have you ever watched The Amazing Race? I watched it a lot in middle school. Okay, so you know what it is. The premise, yeah. What it's goes like on. A pair of people, and they race through different challenges to get those ticket things. Yes. And then whoever but makes it there first is winner, winner, chicken dinner. Yeah, and then they, like, eliminate one person every round, every leg of the race, and then... Oh, I forgot about that. The winner wins a million dollars. And when someone is eliminated, is that their, like, the partnership is eliminated or just one person? The partnership is eliminated. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, like, run the race with a teammate. And mm -hmm. then, yeah, if you generally come in last place, then you're... You're booted. You're booted. Exactly. So Jacob and I have been watching it because... So this is the on the same network as, like, Survivor. And mm -hmm. we're obsessed with Survivor... I probably talked about that. You have. We binge watched, binge watched 
all of it, but we're caught up on it. And uh-huh. I think we have like just two seasons now to watch. And so we don't want to watch it until there's more seasons because once mm-hmm. we watch one, we're going to be like so sad that we have no more to watch. So yeah. I was like, let's watch The Amazing Race. So we started watching The Amazing Race again, which it is shocking. We started with like 2011, 2012. Uh Uh-huh. It is so fun watching TV from 2011 and 2012. (laughs) It's a whole other world. Society was so different. (laughs) Right? Literally every two seconds we're like, couldn't say that on TV. No yeah. one would say that on TV. No one days. should say that. <laughs> no one should say it, but especially not on TV. Oh. And incredible. I love it so much. Wow. It's so fun. It's so fun. But so my question for you is, I oh. was thinking today, and if we were a team on The Amazing Race, mm-hmm. how far do you think we'd go? How early do you think we'd get eliminated? There's a, le- a like 12 legs of the race, I think. And mm-hmm. then also, like, what would get us out? What do you think would be our, like, fatal blunder? And then on top of that, what what are our assets? What are we bringing to this team? I- Okay, that okay, I love this. So how much of remind me, how much of the amazing race is like running exercise and how much of it is like craftiness and wittiness and like figuring out puzzles? Equal amounts. It's a lot of like, here's your clue. Now you have to like race to a taxi. There's mm-hmm. a lot of the challenges can be either physical or they can be like puzzle, logical things or like arts and crafts as well kind of depends on the season and where you you're at because they tend to do challenges that are like things that are pieces of the culture that place you know okay yeah so I feel like if it was more of the crafty puzzly those kinds of things we'd kick ass and take names and go on forever because I think that we're both good at those things and we have different like skill sets in those categories if it was more physical like i don't run i don't lift weights i mm, i get my steps in every day that's about where i'm at like you know what i mean so i think that if it was a lot of physical ones you would be our strength in that because you were just not saying much (laughs) i mean but you like sometimes lift weights right yeah, but I'm also 5'1". So, so if it's about lifting heavy things, then you'd be great at it. <laughs> I would totally be like, I can do it. And then I would fail miserably. You know what, though? I think, once again, remember when we talked about being survivalists and I said I think I could make it two weeks in the woods and you laughed at me because you're like, no, you couldn't. <laughs> I still think that. And I think I could. I know enough Eagle Scouts. I think I could figure it out. I how many rounds is it? I'm sorry, I forgot already. There's twelve legs. ADHD of, there's, attack. There's twelve <laughs> legs of the race. Generally, when there's a physical challenge, there's two yeah. options. And uh, yeah, generally there's like two options. And there's some like of the physical option. challenges, like I will like there was just a the season we just watched, there were 63-year-olds on there. A married couple, 63, uh-huh. and they 
were they made it to the second to last episode is when they got eliminated. So like, okay, yeah. So like, then I think doable because the the other thing is like when there's like a super physical challenge, like mm-hmm. there are the couple of seasons that we've watched. There have been like some pro athletes or whatever that mm-hmm. like breeze through it, but then everybody else is struggling through it got it so then it's like it doesn't like that's not necessarily going to put you out of the race because there's probably a lot of other teams who are also struggling with this got it and the other thing that i have to keep in mind is that if we're doing the amazing race it's not like tomorrow someone calls us and says kelly and mariah surprise you're doing the amazing race we would know in advance so we could like work out and practice puzzles and things yes okay well then you know what honestly kelly i think that with the two of us we could maybe win it we're bringing home the million (laughs) i like do you want to do the amazing race let's do it (laughs) i'm serious i would (laughs) I think I mean I do think I think that we have like you said like different skill sets that combined I think would like okay I was thinking about this today and I was like what what do I bring to the team I'm very great at reading maps and I'm great with directions which is great because as we know I quit the maps class that I had in college I know I know that's why that reminded me of this because I was like I got maps covered so in the big in the big foreign cities I can follow the map and I have a good sense of direction so I don't think we'd get too lost what else oh I'm very calm under pressure that's I was gonna say the same thing about myself like if if shit hits the fan okay great then we're just gonna work with it Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> yes, exactly. We're adaptable. Yeah. And though I am typically very forgetful in every single area <laughs> of my life, I do have a weird memory about like things that come up in Amazing Race type things. Like, okay. for example, there was uh, an episode where they had to, they were in China and they did a tea tasting. Mm-hmm. And then they got a clue and they were like, well, that was pointless. And then the next episode, they flew to a different country and they mm-hmm. had to find that exact tea on a table filled with thousands of teas. Wait, that's so cool. I love that. Isn't that wild? Yeah. So I have a weird memory with that kind of stuff. Okay. So. Okay. And you know what? The other thing is like, I can never tell what's important. So I just assume that everything's important. And so I probably would have been like, that was a weird thing for us to do. Probably will come up later. You know what? You know what a strength is going to be for me? (laughs) A strength that I bring to the table is that I'm just going to trust the authority. Whoever made the game, I'm going to be like, they probably did it for a reason. I don't know. (laughs) Good. I cannot tell you how many times. There are so many teams that I'm like, what? You... I would have assumed that you've watched this show because you're on it. Yeah. And if you have even watched one season of this show, like, <laughs> you know, there were 12 teams that didn't read a sign and they all like, it like changed the game in that episode. The sign said, leave all of your money, not just the money that you earned from this thing. Literally 11 of the 12 teams had to turn around because 11 of the 12 <laughs> teams didn't read the sign. Like, if I went to that table, I think I would have uh-huh. been like, what's here? What's here? There's probably yep. a clue. There's like something that I need to do. Uh-huh. 
So, asset. Yep, I love it. I love it. Boom, what boom. do you think, Kelly? What do you think our downfall would be? I feel like it'd be something super dumb. Like, yep. We're <laughs> just thinking that too. <laughs> like, people get out all the time because they like don't bring their backpacks with them or something. And like, <laughs> they had an ADHD. I, like, I don't think that we would do that because I yeah. watched this show enough to be like, no, we're paying our taxi and we're bringing our backpacks so we can run to the pit stop and yeah. get the million dollars. So I don't think it would be something dumb like that, but I feel like it'd be something dumb like. <laughs> what are you going to say, Kelly? <laughs> like you're just having a conversation with someone really enjoying like whatever. We're traveling. No, I, there are dumb things that I could do too. But that's what came to my mind. It's like, you're just like, wow, this is such a beautiful country. It's such a beautiful city. And you're just talking, getting to know them. I'm like, Mario, we got to go. I love you. I hope that all of your kids are doing well. Tell your dog Pedro that I love him. <laughs> and then we show up to the pit stop an hour later and Phil is like, Mariah and Kelly, I'm sorry to tell you, you are the last team to arrive, which means you have been eliminated. And then we'll both be upset, but I'll be like, at least, at least their family knows that I love them. <laughs> It'll be like, do you have any regrets? And Mariah will be like, no, I just met a super wonderful person. <laughs> I actually think that I'm going to marry his oldest son. We're like the same age and he's also single. So I'm, I might have actually agreed to that. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. What would I do that would screw, it, screw us up? <sighs> That's a great question. I don't know if I could do anything. I'm the, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh God. It's so I'm the mess up. I'm the screw up. Got it. Got it. Got it. There's I'm that confidence that again. <laughs> I'm sorry that I'm nice. <laughs> Let's see. No, actually, know what? I, Oh, sorry. Oh. I want to hear oh. what you have to say. I, I was just going to say that. I think that you and I would focus on different details and that would possibly catch us up because we'd have to pause and be like, why do you think that's important? And then you would tell me and then I would tell you and we'd have to make a decision about which one we actually thought was important, which I think is kind of common on that show. Like from what I'm remembering of it. Yeah. Like we would have to really hone in on our communication and how we like decide things together because you and I could make a decision together for an hour. <laughs> It could take a really long time. <laughs> Think about how long it took us to name the podcast, Kelly. Days. <laughs> Literal days. <laughs> days. Yeah. And there was not a million dollars riding on that decision. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So anyhow, that's all I can think of. But what were you going to say? I was going to say, so like that might be like our combined fatal flaw. But yeah. I think we could figure that out though yeah I agree you like get in after the first couple of legs I feel like you get in the swing of things or we just do couples therapy as part of our prep yes that too (laughs) that could work that could be a strategy that'd be a great strategy honestly I think so Kelly if we do the amazing race we just sign up for couples therapy okay okay I'm in in. all right so your individual one would be you being too nice to chatty. people and mm-hmm. just being chatty. Mine would a hundred percent. We, there have been multiple episodes and I'm like, yeah, we, we'd be out of the race. 
There has been bungee jumping. There has been skydiving. And I was like straight up. And for the skydiving one, they had to pick someone to do the challenge before opening up to see what the challenge was. It was like, literally, we would have been out. I'm not like, I'm not doing that. No, and if I had been chosen, I, I, if I had to do it, I would have cried the whole time. Like, but you, but you would have done it. I would do it. I don't know. Someone would have to push me out of that plane. You know, like whoever, whoever my like safety backpack, like the person who's acting like your backpack is on that, who's your guide, they would have to be the ones to make the decision for us to jump. It couldn't. I wouldn't be. I'd be like, I'm putting my whole life in your hands, friend. Please don't kill me. You know. I'd also throw up. Like, I feel so certain that there would be throw up involved. And that's not cute. That's not cute. That's never cute. But it's especially not cute when it's flying in the air, you know? Yeah, that's probably not great. No. (laughs) It would probably be better if you had chosen it. I don't know if you would physically be able to to puke while you're skydiving. (laughs) I don't know. But now just thinking about puke is making me feel a little nauseous. (laughs) Feeling a little (laughs) pukey. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think I don't think I don't know if that would be possible. You also wouldn't be able to apply for life insurance for a couple of years because on the health forum they did ask if I had been skydiving in the past two years. So Well, the great news is that I have life insurance. Oh, already, look at you. And look they would you. never have to know. Look at you. Then you're good. You can dive out of a plane then. <laughs> Take the jump, dude. Do it. <laughs> I don't know if I can think of a worse job than being a skydive guide. Same. I mean, personally, like, my fear of heights is a big factor in that. But, like, I'm just thinking about the logistics of you're just, like, strapping yourselves onto the back of strangers. And then, like, essentially free falling through the sky. Yeah, you're just like literally just laying on top of strangers all day long. And I watched, if you ever watch skydiving videos and or watch this Amazing Race episode, everybody's just like screaming and their hair is flapping and their cheeks are flapping. And like, and everyone's wearing like kind of tight clothing. It's all yeah. very aerodynamic. And then, yeah. and then you're just like listening to someone like scream the entire time. You probably have to talk so many people down from panic attacks uh-huh. all day long. You're like, hey, don't panic. I'm going to be strapped to your back. It's fine. Like, what? You probably won't die. I've never died and I've done it a bunch of times. So you'll be fine. <laughs> I wonder if you've ever talked someone down from an ADHD attack. <laughs> I'm full of really bad jokes tonight and I don't know why that's happening. I'm so, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the Thursday, that's the bad joke day. It's <laughs> We always record. Are you saying my jokes are always bad? Kelly. I... <laughs> I didn't need my ego taken down, okay? (laughs) I'm sorry. We're saying mean things about me today. Come on. (laughs) Come on, Kelly. That's what the essays are about. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (sighs) Okay. Well, we figured it out. We'd either win or we'd lose incredibly. Yeah. I also think that this application process would be pretty easy because we can just mm-hmm. send them episodes of our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we can send them this episode and <laughs> say, we know ourselves. Okay. Yeah. 
Look at how we- great of entertainment personalities we can be. <laughs> put us on television. Yeah, Phil, put us on. <laughs> Is that his name, Phil? Yeah. I can only see the guy from Survivor. Whose name is Mike or Mark? Jeff Probst. Jeff. See, but I was close. We are considering getting a cardboard cutout of Jeff Probst because it is available on the Survivor merch shop. (laughs) Have you been at my house since I got the Gordon Ramsay face cutout? (laughs) No, that's incredible. (laughs) Did you know, first of all, did you know that Gordon Ramsay has a line of like alcohol seltzers no which ones oh i should know the name of it it's i think it's something like it plays on the hell's kitchen title okay but they're they're good um i've had them once before but i was visiting a friend and she was like what do i'm i'm going out and buying things right now like what do you want and i said the only thing that i care about is that we have gordon seltzers again and she's like "I, i can do that i'll make that happen so she went to the liquor store and the person was like Mm, so sorry sold my last case of those there's none in the back i already checked like an hour ago but (laughs) i can give you this and it's like i don't even know like three feet by three feet maybe it's just like a square with gordon's face and then the name of the company and it is just (laughs) and it's just like hidden half behind my guitar case and my back on like a back wall of my apartment. So nobody ever sees it. But when they do, they're like, why? <laughs> is that why is Gordon Ramsay? <laughs> is that? And I have a lot of questions now. What? <laughs> you do like Gordon Ramsay though. Oh, Kelly. I love Gordon Ramsay. I watched a video of him the other day, helping someone who had gotten a burn while they were competing in Hell's Kitchen. And he was so nice to them. And it was just so lovely. And then the person whose fault it was, he was like, get over here. And he was so mean to them. And I was like, look at that. (laughs) That's love. (laughs) You need a full cardboard cutout of Gordon Ramsay. I would like to just meet him. I, I would like to meet him and be his friend. Or just have a picture with him. I don't even care. I don't even care if he's smiling in that picture, Kelly. I just want to stand next to him and say, I think you're wonderful. (laughs) I have a cousin who actually worked on Hell's Kitchen. Really? Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so cool. It was before I knew that Gordon Ramsay was great, though. I thought he was just a mean guy who swore on TV a lot. Which is such a bummer. There's a lot more to people than (laughs) the image that is shared on the internet of them. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Take and my us cousin, for example. <laughs> we're so much we're so much more three-dimensional than just our knowledge of science and research. <laughs> you listen to this and think, well, <laughs> such scientists. Much, much research. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> much intelligence. Those girls, what are they talking about? They'd win the Amazing Race, hands down. Look at their teamwork. (laughs) Far too smart. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But my cousin did tell me when he worked on Hell's Kitchen, he was like, no, Gordon is actually a really nice person. It's like, you have a first-hand reference, reliable source. Right? Exactly. Exactly. If watching him interact with his children wasn't enough... I, I know for a fact that he's nice. You could quote him and use APA format and it'd be reliable <laughs> because he worked with Gordon Ramsay. 
<laughs> you're so right. You know what? You're so right. It would be re- it would hold water in a scientific paper. Maybe not scientific, <laughs> but in a paper for the humanities, it sure would. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Kelly, I have one last thing that I desperately need to say before we talk about the Stars Hollow Gazette. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. So way back early in our conversation, you said the word is completely gone. Oh, the pack. Because you were talking about the biology seating and you were like, we were just a couple rows behind the whole pack. And it made me think of, you'll never guess, Twilight. Maybe you didn't say the pack, but that's what I heard. So don't quote me on it. (laughs) No APA citations here. Anyhow, to get to my point, Kelly, do you know what film series is free to watch on YouTube with ads right now? Let me guess. <laughs> Harry Potter? <laughs> yes. No, it's Twilight. What? And Mean what? Girls is on there right now, too. Really? I know. So for free with ads, you can watch all of the Twilight movies, I think, and Mean Girls. And there was another one that I... Oh, and She's the Man. Really? Yeah. All Incredible. just iconic movies to enjoy. Happy autumn. You're welcome. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Isn't that great news? Yeah. I just had to tell the masses. And by the masses, I mean you and our listeners. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm sure our welcome. listeners do as well. I sure hope so. Hey, listeners, your fourth paragraph should be about which movie you chose to watch and why. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to put the title of the movie in your, in the first, in your topic sentence. (laughs) Please, we beg of you. And provide a formal works cited. (laughs) And if you have any of the punctuation wrong, it's an automatic fail yeah yeah i agree that's what i always used to do when i was a teacher i would say hey one punctuation error you're done zero not even a 50 percent failure zero tough being you i guess <laughs> bummer <laughs> okay stars hall gazette we're there where are we're you there huh? we're there tell oh me oh my gosh what's the news update um well, okay. I have two things, I think. Okay. If I forget the other one, that's fine, because I've already got this one. So, you know how sometimes in the Stars Hollow Gazette we talk about, like, media that we're taking in? Yeah. The other day I was scrolling through Instagram, as one does, and I saw a video of someone getting a tattoo. Which, A, I love, and B, we've talked about tattoos before, so this is relevant, right? And this person got, it looked like... Like a bunch of little stones next to each other just in a row. And I was like, what a weird thing to get a tattoo of. And then at the bottom it said something like, this tattoo will always remind me of you or something. And it was a tattoo, like an outline of their dog's bottom teeth. And it was so cute. (laughs) And all I could think was like, first of all, I love all the tattoo content I've been getting. I know. Bite tattoos. Yes, exactly. And that was, uh, my brain literally was like, I can't tell, like, this is much cuter than a bite mark tattoo, right? Because it's just the outline of their bottom teeth. It's very cute. But I was like, is this bite mark, is this, is this bite tattoo adjacent? Is that the content that the internet thinks I want? So anyhow, 
Now you know a little bit more about what the internet says about me. <laughs> I'd like to know what else is showing up on your algorithm. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> dog bite tattoos? Like, that's the more wholesome version of bite tattoos, though. But it's not a, it's not a bite. It's not a bite. Yeah, I know. But I feel okay. like it's, it's bite tattoo, like, adjacent, but, like, yeah. in a more wholesome way. Unless your dog is evil. That is, there's no such thing as an evil dog. (laughs) Okay, let's agree to disagree. I don't think you're right. There is such a thing as an untrained dog. That's true. What about a dog with rabies? Can't that be considered evil? It's not their fault, but it is their problem, you know? They'd be rabid and also dead in 24 hours. I think that we can qualify that as evil then, don't you? (laughs) No, they'd be rabid, not evil. (laughs) I see no difference, Kelly. It's like the whole physician-physicist thing. I don't see the difference, and I don't know why you're arguing with me about it. I'm just right. I have an English degree, okay? (laughs) I took a linguistics class at 8 a.m. one time, okay? I know things. (laughs) I got a C in it as well. No, I didn't. C for C, I know what I'm talking about. Now I kind of wish I had gotten a C in that class. I didn't get I got an A in that class. Thank you very much. I may have gotten a C in linguistics because that professor, not the, like, I, like, I earned my grade, you know, Uh but, like, I did not like that professor and that professor did not like me. And that was, like, our fourth (laughs) class that we'd had together. I think we were were both just really sick of each other at that point. So, That's really fair. Yeah, that's really fair. Did I ever tell you about the time that I had a professor at 8 a.m. and then at 11 (laughs) (laughs) a.m.? Well, hello again. (laughs) Yeah, and it was literally like the 8 a.m. class I loved. And then we would both walk down the stairs at like the same time to head to the next classroom (laughs) for the class that I didn't love. And I shopped a lot in (laughs) online. Yeah, I feel like that's why that professor didn't like me. I spent a lot of time on my computer. (laughs) A lot of time. Oh my gosh. Okay, Kelly, that was my Stars Hollow Gazette. What's yours? My Stars Hollow Gazette is, oh my gosh, am I going to be that person? Yes, I am. I'm making fourth wing my entire personality. (laughs) And this is going to be like the the fourth week in a row that I'm talking about this book for the Stars Hollow Gazette. But But I like it. finished it. Finally, congratulations. I, I pre-ordered Iron Flame, which drops in like two weeks. And uh, yeah, that book is incredible. It's like, I uh, I rated it an easy five stars. I read a review on it. it has It's rated on Storygraph. Mm-hmm. The average rating of this is 4.5 stars or 4.7 stars. Like so high. What? Right. Okay. Yeah. I have to read it. Okay. You have to. I, you would love it. So I, I was curious what other reviewers mm-hmm. like thought of it because, uh, like specifically people who have like read more fantasy because I mm-hmm. have not read that much fantasy, um, outside <laughs> of YA fantasy, and <laughs> so I was curious to see what like people in the fantasy world thought of it, and it is a romanticy. Um, and I was Love like, it. Turn, like, turns out I'm obsessed with romanticy and Zayden is my book boyfriend. So <laughs> incredible. <laughs> All right. But 
I read a review that I think did a good job of explaining it. And now it's like, I think that makes sense. I still think it's a five-star read and I still think it's the best book ever. <laughs> but I think like from a fantasy standpoint, they were like, mm-hmm. it's not that well written. Like there are mm-hmm. like, there are other fantasy books that have like better writing and they kind of described it as this feels like a fanfic that has like some minor world building in it and mm. has like some romance like romance in it whatever but there are like it has dragons in it but there are other fantasy books that like mm-hmm. have more detailed world building things like that Got um, it. but then they also said in their article which i liked was that the author has said in interviews, like she purposely wrote it to be more simple. She purposely wrote mm-hmm. it to not have as much because that stuff can get, can get really overwhelming in like the first yeah. books as well. And like, do I think that it is the best writing in the world? Absolutely not. But I could imagine every single piece of this book and I am obsessed with it. I laughed. I almost cried at points. Uh-huh. I literally immediately had to pre-order this book because I finished it and I was like, what am I going to do? Like, I can't, I literally cannot read another book. I'm ruined. I'm so, so glad that you enjoyed it that yeah. much. So it, it feels, and uh, I guess what I was going to say, they said that basically it feels like they wrote a YA fantasy book with romance and scenes for adults i guess so (laughs) so it sounds like a lot of fun um yeah they were like it's like a ya style it's like if you read it i think it is very (laughs) similar like it reminds me of like twilight and harry potter and like all of those like all of those ya fantasy book series that are just like so you're obsessed with and Uh, like you love the characters like twilight does it have the best character development hell no Am I still no. absolutely attached to all of the characters? Hell yes. Yeah, I am. It's true. <laughs> yeah. So like that's what fourth wing is. And I'm like, I rated this five stars. I've definitely read a billion books that are better <laughs> written than this. Or maybe there's fantasy books out there that have yeah. better world building. But did I enjoy the shit out of this book? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> do you want to no, reread totally it? That. Yes, I do want to reread it. <laughs> I no, I totally get that where it's like I know that this wasn't the most incredible book and also it was the most incredible book so everyone else can shut their dirty mouths about it yes thanks for and coming to my TED talk a 4.5 overall rating like that's, that's insane of. yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I so I can't wait to read it now can you please read it there's probably I'm, like 60 pages total in the 500 pages that you would want to skip Amazing. And even that, like, someone told me, someone else told me about this book, and they were like, Mariah, I don't think that there's going to be anything that you, like, need to skip. And she knows that, like, how I feel about too much spice. So. I think there's probably about 60 pages that you need to skip. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you for knowing me. If you think of it, will you let me know which 60 pages or, like, what chapters they were in so I can They really don't come till the end. So, Great. Okay. Amazing. Like, so you're good for like the first 300 pages. And then after those 300 pages, you just like that trick I told you when I start talking about thighs. 
Thank you. Yeah. The moment thighs are brought up, I will get myself out. Yeah. I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like it's pretty clear. Like when it's, when, when those 60 pages happen. So. I'd like you to know that this book is only three hours because I'm going to do the audiobook of it. It's only three hours shorter than um, Twilight, Midnight Sun. So I can handle that if it's enjoyable because like Midnight Sun was poorly written and it wasn't enjoyable. I loved to hate it. So I'm really excited to consume something that that's like this long that I'm excited about actually enjoying and not loving to hate it. You know what I mean? Yes. And then you're going to love it. And then you need to pre-order Iron Flame because right now you can pre-order it and get the limited first print edition with the spray painted edges. Ooh. What color is the spray paint on the edges? It's black. And and it's a hardcover, which is not my favorite, but it's a new release. But But it's a first edition and it's only $18 on Amazon. That's incredible. For a special edition hardcover. Uh-huh. Isn't that insane? That is. That's wild, actually. Especially for a book that I feel like has so much. I feel like everywhere I look, someone's reading Fourth Wing. Yeah. How is the second book only $18? That doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know. I think there's going to be like four or five books in the series. Okay. Got it. I don't know. So they're pacing I themselves. I don't know. Yeah. The last book's going to be $50. I, $3 million. <laughs> <laughs> I'd buy it. I'd I, buy it. I'd take out 12 loans if I had to. <laughs> For Zayden, anything. Yeah. I'd max out every credit card I could get my hands on. Mine, <laughs> not mine. I don't care. <laughs> Hi. Well, Fargo, can I take out a loan? For $3 million. <laughs> for what purposes? For a book. <laughs> I, well, I'm sorry. Do you mean like a library? No, no. One single book. <laughs> have you... How recently did you have your last symptom of ADHD? <laughs> right now. Becomes, Currently right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having ADHD right now. <laughs> ah, impulsivity. <laughs> I don't even know if that's a word. Impulsiveness. Oh, it is? I think impulsivity is a word. Okay. I took linguistics. (laughs) I trust you. (laughs) I'm Googling it now because. (laughs) An A for that's a fact. (laughs) It is. It is a word. It is indeed. Thank you for confirming that for me. <laughs> I can't do that, but I do know words. I- <laughs> and I got an A in my word math class. So. I- <laughs> <laughs> my word math class. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, Kelly, last thing before we say goodbye. Um, did you notice that you and I are wearing the same outfit, just in different colors? Oh, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> The first time we tried to record, I was going to say that we are wearing the exact thing, just different yeah. shades of brown. Which makes me very happy. And mine, like, in person is a little bit more red than it is brown, but it is brown. It's like, it's like clay, naturally <laughs> forming clay in Colorado. <laughs> That's the color. <laughs> very earthy. <laughs> Both of us are quite earthy tonight. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Remember, only hot girls have ADHD. But not all hot girls have ADHD. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, y'all. Remember to check the description for this month's book club pick. Deuces! Bye! Bye. Love Love you! you!